What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 249 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week, we're geeking out about Resident Evil, Disney movie TV shows, and King Kong versus Godzilla. I said what I said. <laughs> King Kong versus topic. Godzilla. True. Big. The biggest kaiju-sized topic. For us. <laughs> Very excited. I'm so stoked. I wanted to geek out about it right now, but we will wait. Yeah. <laughs> we have a system. We gotta we gotta go with what we've what games we've been playing first. Yep. Um actually before we do that, Shelly, you did something pretty cool last week. Yeah, so I actually guest recorded with uh some of the folks at Bosch Rush Games. They they have a lot of different podcasts, mm-hmm. but we basically talked about age of calamity we had like a spoiler cast so if you're curious to hear about my more in-depth opinions on age of calamity as well as some people who actually really liked the game uh be on the lookout for that uh i don't remember when they said it was actually uploading i believe wednesday but don't quote me on that um i'll probably talk more about it next week or i'll tweet it out whenever they tweet it and that sort of thing but it was super duper fun they're great people um and it was just really it was a blast to talk about H. Calamity with some people who are super duper into the Zelda series. It was really awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'm holding in the puns. I won't say any puns. <laughs> yeah, they did not constantly berate me with puns. <laughs> you were able to actually speak your mind. <laughs> yeah. Gosh dang it. It, it was, was just so bad. easy. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, and even I, that. I'm, re- I'm resisting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm resisting. Yeah. No, you gotta stop. Move on. It is, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do this anymore. I had to hold back. So, we'll probably tweet that out through the Geeks and the Grace Twitter as well. Yep. Um, or retweet you or whatever, so people can make sure you guys go listen to that. Uh, but, we'll get into the games. Shelly, you were gone for a week. What games have you been playing? Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I, how far am I at this point? Last thing I did was uh, get the Leviathan summoning materia. Nice. Um, (laughs) I'm in Shinra. So I'm like close to the end of the game, but not like super duper close. Like we're trying to rescue Aerith right now. So. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. It's very, very fun. It's like the more I play, the more fun I have, which is really cool. Um, I just love like combining different materia and i love switching between all the characters like all of them have really fun play styles and they're all just like broken in their own ways and just wielding a fire sword is just satisfying okay <laughs> it's just fun it's true um so i think I'm that part having, of the game was yeah. my most it, it was the biggest struggle to me of like it, it felt very drawn out you're like i can get see in that, that building sure. and you're like okay just let me get to the, to the point I get that's it. That's why I really I did a lot of grinding at the uh, VR place. I did. Yeah. That's basically where I've been at the last like like all of yesterday when I was playing. I was just there and like doing all the challenges and being Leviathan and realizing I probably should not try to get the last. Like I have because you unlock battle intel and that's how you unlock more summons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with Chadley, Chadley, <laughs> um. And I was thinking, man, I'm only one away, one battle intel away. Maybe I should try to, like, 
do it and get the summon or whatever. But Bahamut, apparently, he's very hard. He's very hard. So I realized, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this. At least not right now. I should wait till after the I'm done with the game. And then mm-hmm. if I want to keep grinding afterwards, that's fine. But I shouldn't I shouldn't do that now, probably. <laughs> that's one cool thing about the uh, game is it's got a lot of replayability in you can do it like more difficulties and you can go chapter by chapter. So you can revisit that whenever you yeah. want. Once you're more leveled up. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah, so like eventually because that's why I've heard is that you should be like max level fifty, you should have all your things upgraded. I'm like, I'm only level like 35 right now, right. I think. So maybe let's not. <laughs> like, I probably should not even risk it. Um, but yeah, it's super duper fun. I also, just because I was inspired, I was watching a uh, YouTuber talk about Pokemon Shield. I think it was a very long four hour sort of analysis on wow. Shield and Sword and like the issues with it. Um, but they were doing a Nuzlocke, and I was like, man, I kind of want to play a Pokemon game again. Oh, so I restarted. I know. Well, I restarted Pokemon Moon. Oh, I'm not okay, getting Sword okay. Shield. I'm not gonna, getting those games. I thought you were going to say you gave in and got one. No, those games look terrible. Okay, I'm good. not going to lie to you. I'm <laughs> glad if you had fun with those games. For any listeners out there, I'm very glad if you had fun. But uh, just from an objective standpoint, as a longtime Pokemon fan, I don't think I'm ever getting those games. But... Um, yeah, I had, I got Pokemon Moon like years ago, you know, when it first came out Mm -hmm. and I never beat it. I barely got far in it at all. And so I, I, because I got bored. Right. And so I figured let's do a Nuzlocke run. Something's a little more interesting and let's just try it again. Um, so that's what I'm doing too. I've already lost two Pokemon and I think I probably mentioned on the podcast before, but if for any listeners out there who doesn't know what Nuzlocke, what that's referring to. Um, right. A Nuzlocke run in Pokemon is basically, it's kind of, it's like a hard mode with very specific rules that you set on yourself. So basically, the main, Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you basically, the main rules are any Pokemon in your party that faints, you treat as dead. Mm. You either release them or you throw them in the PC box never to have them return again. Um, you always have to... Um, the first Pokemon that you encounter in an area, like a new route or a new a new place, um, that's the only one you can catch in that area. Oh, it's only the first one you encounter. Man. So if you miss your chance, if you accidentally faint that Pokemon or you just don't want it or something, well, too bad. That's the only chance you get um, to get new Pokemon. Um, and there's some other rules, too, that, that people kind of tack on. Those are the main two I stick with. Like, I still use all my healing items. I still, um, uh, I name all my Pokemon. I think that's a pretty, like, big thing because you get really attached to them. You, you like, name <laughs> all of them. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot more homebrew rules. I, I'm a really kind of easygoing Nuzlocke player because I've never actually successfully done one. Um, so that's why I'm like, I want to actually, like, succeed this time. I don't need to be too hard. Like, this, I'm still having fun with this. So. I don't know if I have the discipline hard. to do something like that. I would cheat all the time. <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair <laughs> i would um, be like oh i messed that pokemon well maybe if i just find that same pokemon again <laughs> right yeah like i and then i'll just pretend it was um, the same one that got away and i found it again <laughs> it's all good i got you there i i tried the heart a nuzlocke version of heart gold the problem is that game is already so grindy it's such a grind fest even if you're not doing nuzlocke that i definitely like failed like i still have the run but it's like I, at this point, I've reloaded, like, more than once, and that that's, like, 
you're not supposed to do that at all. So I'm like, okay, that, that runs dead. So let's try a different game. This one's easier. You get the EXP share, like at the beginning of the game. All right. Um, and that affects your whole entire party, right? It's one of the newer oh, yeah, games, yeah. so it's easy. So I'm not too worried about it. We'll see how it goes. I think it'll be way more engaging for me than just doing a regular gameplay or regular, regular gameplay, a regular run through the game is what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, besides Hades, still streaming that until I get the epilogue. I think that's all I've been playing. I didn't list Hades, but I've been playing that again recently too. Thanks to giant bomb game and nice. your stuff. Yes. Let's go. I saw you tweet about yeah. it. I played more when I got home from work. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> what else have you been playing? Um, so uh, the big thing I wanted to talk about is that I beat Miles Morales over the weekend and cool. it's not a long game. I actually finished it. Uh, I was uh, I helped during the graveyard shift of uh, um, my friends at Victims and Villains. They were doing an awareness-a-thon, a 24-hour thing on their Twitch channel. And it wasn't to raise money, which was cool. It was more to re- uh, kind of just raise awareness for mental health and stuff. And to kind of help grow mm-hmm. uh, their channel. And it, it was like graveyard shift, so I was like not sure what I was going to play. And then somebody was... I was, was watching and I was like, uh, um, and I was like, how far am I? And they're like, oh, like you're not far at all. So it took me about three hours because I did like a four hour shift and uh, it was good. It's a really good game. I, I want people to get away from this stigma that games have to be like 60 to 100 plus hours for you to get your worth out of them. Because mm-hmm. the main storyline is only about 10 hours, but you can probably extend that to about 20 uh, by doing all the extra stuff, getting all the extra content, and and all that, so I I still loved it, even though it's it was a much shorter game than the original Spider Man game. Uh, I recommend was it, it full price. I can't remember. It was only like ten bucks off. I think okay. it's it's either close. It's either full price or even like fifty bucks yeah. to get like the remake of Spider Man Four, like Spider Man PS Four. Yeah. So so it's remake, it's actually the price of so. Not all games are seventy dollars on next gen. Like some are, um, but I would say it's it's fifty. It the standard price is fifty dollars, and it's seventy dollars yeah. uh, for that and the remaster of the of the original game, uh, which the remaster still is amazing too. Um, and mm-hmm. but yeah, like I want people to get away from the stigma that you know a full price game has to be like a ton of hours because I enjoyed the story a lot. It's very it's very deep. Um, it's like as far as like relationships and stuff. And uh, if you like Miles as a character, you're gonna you're gonna like him in this too. Uh, we talked about how Le- uh, Lecrae has a couple songs in there before, and so I actually got to hear mm-hmm. how they used them in the game. So that was cool. Um, and it's really neat. The music has like a hip hop vibe to like. So I didn't like the soundtrack really in the first game because it just sounds like generic Avengers like orchestral stuff. Um, but this mm, right. one, this one, they kind of add like a hip hop, like kind of beat to most of them. And, uh, just the, the, the feel of the game, it just captures, I think that character really well. And the story does as well. So, oh, and lastly, uh, you can get the spider verse suit and there's a mod that slow down, that slows down the frame rate of the suit when you're moving around and fighting and stuff. So it model, yes. it models the movie. Uh, yes, yeah. so cool. it is cool. I might show show that off um, later uh, when when we have our pledge drive and stuff like that in a couple months probably. But um, yeah, uh, it's super fun. Cool. 
I really have only played Scott Pilgrim and continuing grinding in that with my wife. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think I yeah. even touched Assassin's Creed. So not really much to say. I'm I'm still enjoying uh, Scott Pilgrim. It's it's cool. I'm liking the, the beat-em-up. I haven't played a beat-em-up in a long time. So I don't know if it's really... I don't want to be like, it's a great beat-em-up because I don't really have much to compare it to anymore. Mm. I haven't played like legitimate beat em up since like the NES, like Double Dragon. Just not a genre that I've ever really dipped into for some reason. All right. I, w- I would say it's, from what I remember, it was decent. Um, if you decide you want to dabble into those, I highly recommend Castle Crashers. Uh, Streets, of, okay. Streets of Rage 4 is a really good one. Uh, those are those are two high quality uh, beat em ups if you ever want to get into any others. What about TM uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh yeah. Doesn't don't they have some beat em ups? <laughs> oh, not not any that you can play like modern on modern platforms. Uh, I played one in a, in a ice cream shop one time. They had arcade machines. Yes, so those are really those good. were Super Nintendo, right? Uh, they had them in arcades and uh, Super Nintendo and Sega as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember the arcade versions. Yeah, because they have like Turtles in so Time, cool. uh, Hyperstone Heist, and stuff. Like those are very good quality beat em ups. Yeah. Oh man. I played. Yeah, I played like that's usually what I play beat em ups is arcade games. Like the they, Simpsons one is a lot of fun. Yes. The, and you know what was really good is uh, the PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty had a lot of those. Like I played the X Men one on there. They had the Simpsons one on there, which was cool. Um, they even did a, a graphical upgrade of Turtles in Time as well. That that. Uh, that I liked, um, but yeah, the beat 'em up genre—it's kind of, for it's pretty dead in a lot of ways. But there's still a lot of indie developers that are trying to bring the genre back and kind of call back yeah. to those days. I'm surprised they haven't done a Ninja Turtles recently. Oh that man, would be, they've made some Ninja Turtle games, but it would make so much sense to do it. like a beat 'em up like that would yeah. make so much money. Oh yeah, I feel like Nostalgia. now now would be the time to do a spiritual successor or another remake yeah. of one of those old ones. That would be super cool. I'd be into that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. I like the the level up system. I like the fact that I... I don't usually don't like grinding in games, Ooh. but I kind of like that if I can't get past something, I can Actually, go back and just grind through it and You mentioned uh, the level up stronger. system. I recommend River City Girls. That game is so good. Oh, yeah. I f- almost forgot okay. about that one. It's ba- it's River City Ransom, which is which Scott so Scott Pilgrim is, base- is based on. And, yeah, I remember uh, you saying something about that yeah, last podcast. Yeah, and then River City Girls is basically uh, these two girls that are fighting to rescue their boyfriends, which are the characters from the original River City game. Okay. And the theme song That's is cool. like one of the most epic in video games. It's awesome. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I feel like well, Tia, I feel like playing. Tia would really like that one too. Okay, I'll have to check it out maybe after this one. Yep. Um, if there is, do you know if there's a Switch version? Oh yes, there's totally so much is. easier for me. Cool. That would be fun. I'm planning to retire the PS4 sooner or later. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll buy another game on the PS4, which is a crazy thought. Yeah. Even, I'll probably wait until I upgrade. Even then, if you were to still buy something on the PS4, you could, you'll still play it on the PS5 if you do upgrade someday. That's true. Yeah. Really. Cool. All right. Well, we'll get into the news then. LJ, go for it. Yeah, so... The biggest news, in my opinion, uh, in uh, recent, in the last week or so, is uh, they did a showcase for Resident Evil 8, which is Resident Evil Village. 
and they got a release date, which is in May. Uh, they gave some gameplay. Uh, it's really cool. It's set in this like castle, this like in this like snowy area. It it's got some Resident Evil Four vibes because they have an inventory system like that. They have a a merchant now, or not the same one, but there's our merchant. The internet is interested in this game for all the wrong reasons though because there's these like vampire ladies that uh that are after you in this game so it's not like zombies vampire hot yeah so, <laughs> so it's like uh yeah so thanks internet yeah so it's just like i'm interested in this game because it looks amazing but it's just like that all i've been seeing is is memes and posts about these characters and i'm just like Y'all got issues. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think vampires suck. Ah, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> but it looks amazing, though. Um, I actually uh, played the demo. So they released a demo that day called Maiden. And so you, you're escaping a, uh, a, a, a dungeon under the castle. And so you get to experience a little bit of, of the setting. And it's so creepy when you hear them because uh, they're like, I'm watching you and you can hear them like they turn into this like smoky like stuff, I think, or I forget what it is, but you can hear them moving around and doing all this stuff around you. And so hearing them like talk like by your ear and stuff like with headphones on, it's so, so crazy. Um, uh, yeah, so there is an exclusive demo for PS5, um, but it's also coming to PS4 for those who have not upgraded uh, to next gen yet. Yeah, and no Xbox version announced yet. I think there's a timed exclusive thing there. Yeah, so that's kind of the biggest thing. Um, Speaking of Xbox. Yeah, so... uh, So it kind of started out bad, but they ended up doing the right thing here. Uh, They announced a a few days ago that they were going to hike up the price for new members of Games of Gold. And so basically what happened is they're going to decrease the, or increase the price to where instead of $60 a year, it was going to be $60 for six months. So that's like $120 Sorry, a as much. year. Yeah. That's like Amazon prime money right there. Uh, like $120 a year. Yeah. That's crazy. And, uh, so basically what happened is people were very upset and mm-hmm. the next, the next day, they basically went on went on Twitter and were like, "Hey, we messed up. We we hear you, so we're not going to go forward with this." Which is awesome that they're like that. Yes, yeah, I agree. They don't have to be. They could. I mean, they're Xbox. They can do what they want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and despite uh, d- despite like uh, other flaws that you know they that company does have as far as like them like. It's one of those things where every year they keep promising exclusives, exclusives, and really it's Game Pass that's making mm-hmm. them the money. And so everybody's theory was that uh, instead of getting people to sign up for just games with gold, is that they wanted to push more people to Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate, which I think Ultimate has gold with it. And that's 15 bucks a month, just fine. So that doesn't make sense at all, really, like why they would hike up the price for gold. Um, I mean, okay. gold offers you the free games each month. There's like, f- there's like four games you get each month, like each half. And so it's just odd that like, why would they even do this? And so everybody's thinking that 
they hiked up the price so that way instead of just going for gold, people will go for Game Pass. So the second thing I don't get is what's the ratio of people that don't have Game Pass if you if they have an Xbox? Cause, yeah, because that's amazing. That's true. Game. I mean, yeah, sure, money. People are on on a budget, and you know, like I guess there are people out there. I'm not. I'm not saying there aren't, but it's just like I have to wonder like what that ratio is. Hmm. So. That's the news with that. There's not too much else in gaming going on. Cool. Yep. We'll get into the movie news. We're supposed to Godzilla vs. Kong trailer. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're talking about movies we watched first, Cody. Oh, yeah. yeah Calm we are. down. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, I didn't watch any movies, so. I actually didn't I don't either. think LJ did either. Nope. What Did you? I did. Okay, good. We talked about it first. <laughs> get wrecked by yourself i played video games i watched i've been playing the scott pilgrim game yeah so i watched the scott pilgrim movie awesome uh, you know, i which, probably should eventually what do you think i heard it's very good oh it is good i liked it i so it's really interesting because i've seen the movie before but it was years ago yeah and i remember like really not liking it like mm-hmm. thinking it was real dumb and i don't know why i thought that like i definitely wasn't paying attention to the movie because i didn't remember it at all <laughs> so uh it was a lot oh. of fun and i was like I, I was a real little kid when it came out and that was what i thought and then <laughs> i was looking at when it came out and i was 17 so <laughs> you weren't that little it would have been like yeah i thought i was like this i was like okay but when i was like 12 it's dumb uh and no no i was 17 so i don't know why you why I didn't just, like it, but you, you probably just didn't really care at the time. It's okay. Yeah, just didn't <laughs> connect. Um, but playing the game, it's been really cool because the plot's the same. So it, I felt yeah. kind of spoiler esque. We'll play watching the movie. I was like, oh no, now I know like what I'm going to be fighting. Because uh, everything that we had done so far and lined up, but yep. it's fine. It's it's kind of cool to see it in such a different art style. Yeah. Than you know a live action movie movie Michael Sarah. And all these other big actors. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I think that I remember it being a lot more mature than it is, too. Uh, it's not R or anything. Um, but, I don't know. I, I just don't remember the, didn't remember the movie at all. Yeah. I would say if you are 16 or 17 or older, it's probably okay to watch. I wouldn't let a 13-year-old watch that movie. I think it's PG thirteen. Yeah, it, it does have some uh, more adult humor, not like super adult yeah. stuff, but yeah, there's some stuff in there. Like he's literally in the beginning of the movie. I think he says he's twenty two, twenty three. He's dating a seventeen year old high schooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? That in itself is real weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna get canceled. <laughs> Blast him on Twitter. He's canceled, bro. Doesn't matter how long ago it was, dude. Although that is one thing where I'm like, you know, actually, there's some things where I'm like, Twitter cancellations are like stupid, but things like that, I'm like, wait, that's actually kind of legitimate. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is also a movie, though. It's not real. So. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Sarah didn't actually date a high schooler. It just reminds me of The the Office. It's worse than The Office, though. (laughs) Andy turns out he's like dating a high schooler, but he didn't know. It's so bad. Yep. He's just like, we never did any legal except tear down some 
neighbor's mailboxes or something like that. And I was just like, oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh, no. Ugh. It's silly. Uh, going with that, Scott Pilgrim doesn't do anything illegal with knives. The high schooler in question, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> it's... It's definitely a weird movie, uh, and I don't remember it being so gamer centric, which it obviously is. Uh, so I really enjoyed all of, like the little gaming references. The so much are... Zelda music. Yeah. Like not just gaming, like music in general, like a lot of Zelda specific music going on. <laughs> Interesting. So that was I didn't weird. realize it was. I mean, because I knew there was a game, right? But I know it's all based yeah. off a comic. Right? Yes. yes, it's based off of like so, the comic is weird because it's but, almost set up like a manga because it's in thick volumes yeah. like that. Yeah. They have like their band, they're all in a band, mm. and it's called Sex Bamoms. Which is a Mario reference. So like yeah. Mario right. Bamoms. Uh yes. and then when he's fighting it's very arcade esque. So like Jail! there's high scores. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I should just watch it. It's so it. good. All my friends love that movie, so Yeah, you should watch it's it. It's weird. It's definitely strange and weird and cool, and now you the CGI homework. holds up. <laughs> you have homework yeah. now. Watch Quiet Place. And... Maybe something to watch for next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, okay. Scott <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested to hear your opinions on it, because mine were, I didn't remember it. I liked it. <laughs> it's okay. just strange, because I thought so poorly of it before. I'm glad that I gave it another chance. Okay. That is... That is the movie that I saw. Now we can geek out about the thing. What's going well, on in the news? Stop. We should probably just mention the other news first. We just get it out of the way, right? And then we can okay. spend more time. That's yeah. fine. So um, our other movie scenes purpose. that we have besides Godzilla and Kong is um, Quiet Place 2 still happening, uh, but it's not going to be in April like it originally was planning on um, coming out. It's, gonna, it's pushed back to September 2021, which... I mean, if you've been with us for a while, it's not surprising. Like, every movie is delayed, so... Yeah. It's not surprising this is delayed. I'm not worried about There's it. There's one movie that's not delayed. I am still <laughs> need to watch the first one. Yeah, I haven't seen the other, the first one either. It's so oh, good. I heard it was amazing. I've been waiting, yeah, like, right. a year for it. And this got all done before COVID, like a lot of movies did that are still getting delayed. Yeah, Don't you have to watch it with like, headphones to really theaters. get the real feel? They want it. No, I saw it in the theater, and it was amazing. Well, in theaters, it gets surround sound. Like, if I were well, to watch it on my TV, wouldn't it be? It's called A Quiet Place, so... Right. You don't need headphones. So I feel or... like I should have headphones to really get what little sounds there are. No, I think it would be... Well, that's the thing, is there's really not, I guess... There's not little sounds to hear for. I mean, if you have your TV volume a little high up, it's kind of cool. But it's not like okay. it's not anything you need to like listen for or have headphones on for or anything. Um, okay. It's just the, the 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 tone of it is very interesting, and it's not super scary. Yeah. I don't like things yeah, jumping out. I at should me. just do it. Scary I'm sure there. I think that's there. Very if cool. you do like if there's probably a few jump scares in there. Okay. Oh, I don't like jump scares. Me neither. My favorite meme ever. I don't know if y'all have. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have seen it though. Is um, IGN did one and it was a video, and it said talk. And I think it was IGN, but it was Taco Night in the Quiet Place. 
Oh, yes. I feel like I've seen this. Yeah. It's a scene when she's in the bathtub, and she's like, (laughs) and it's like, fuck. Don't give anything away. Yeah, yeah, You were the king of spoilers. No, no, no. But it's not a spoiler, because it was in a a meme. It's totally. Okay. um, But no. You always start a spoiler with it's not a spoiler, but. No, but it it involves (laughs) gas. It involves fart humor, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. (laughs) because they're trying to be anyway. quiet and there's like farting and it's it's great i was waiting for you to be like and no, it's a meme no. that's from that scene no, where no, this no, no, happens no no, no. no, no. I wasn't gonna give it away <laughs> oh you know like, the scene dead. where you know during the climax no. when when <laughs> <laughs> and then this thing i, I knew I, yeah. I knew what i was gonna say ahead of time but yeah it's it involves farting. it's not really a spoiler everyone knows dumbledore dies <laughs> <laughs> What the frick, Cody? <laughs> There's some people out there who will need to watch the show and know what happens. That's We'll talk about that later. Uh, oh, yeah. That's funny. Yikes. Man, you know what? For now. You know what? There's probably people old enough to really not know that Dumbledore dies in these movies. Or young enough to not know that's true. that Dumbledore dies that's in crazy. these movies. That's true. It's like my generation, everyone read Harry Potter. Everyone watched Harry Potter. Yeah. And like this next generation, everyone hates Harry Potter. They hate J.K. Rowling. They're like, we're not <laughs> having any of this. It's kind of unfortunate. Dark like, I understand on one hand, but at the same time, it's like that it's, it's, series is so influential. It's like so another many, character so. from a game that one of you talked about earlier. <laughs> yes. Hmm? Hey, we're going to talk about something else now. Okay. The thing that Cody wanted to talk about and we straight up delayed. The thing delayed. that Cody wanted to talk about it, this entire time. We, we delayed yeah. Cody's geeking out like this movie did also get delayed. It got yeah. it got pushed forward. No, but it... It wasn't supposed to come out in March. It, it was supposed to come out in May. It was supposed to come out last year. Okay. <laughs> I'm so... Godzilla versus King Kong. Doked. Me too, me too. Uh, is it King first Kong? of all, it's Godzilla versus King Kong, not the vice versa, right? Yes. That sounds correct. Yeah. That yeah. just rolls off Godzilla versus King Kong. Kong. The original was King Kong versus Godzilla. Gotcha. Was it really? Yeah, so that trailer came out. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, first of all, are what are you Team Kong or Team Zilla? Team Kong, baby. All the way. I haven't watched any of them, but I like Godzilla more than King Kong, so I say Godzilla. What? Although... The trailer, he was getting beat up the whole time, was, so I feel my, like Godzilla's gonna lose. Yeah. My boy Kong was all grown up. It was awesome. Like he's, <laughs> I, he's so small. I, I, normally, I haven't seen the more recent movies. I haven't seen them. I just you so I have to. no. I don't have that much attachment. But just as a concept, Godzilla is way cooler. I'm to pretty me sure I have them on my Amazon or Voodoo account. I will literally loan those accounts to you to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I some of my friends are super into the kaiju. They have like. They have uh, the Japanese, like, old movie release posters in their rooms and stuff. That's awesome. They'd probably be, I, they'd be ashamed of me. I want to see how they... I grew up on the original, like, old kaiju movies like that. Like, King Kong vs. Godzilla yeah. was probably one of the first ones I ever watched. Uh, and, mm-hmm. yeah. They're, they're... That one's so ingrained into my memory for some reason. Yeah. Them fighting in the jungle. We did have Mecha Godzilla, but I don't remember that one as much. Yeah. Godzilla vs. Mecha Godzilla. Yep. Make Godzilla gets out of hand. Anyway, uh, yeah, so... The trailer looks amazing. Yeah. I... I have so many thoughts. There, there <laughs> There's are a, lot a of little theories. teaser for Mechagodzilla in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it even says like system malfunction or something in the text and then behind mm -hmm. it if you look really closely is like godzilla it's probably mecha godzilla yeah yeah i'm so excited it looks very pretty too that city that they're in i'm assuming is japan but it was just like very neon futuristic looking this is gonna sound terrible but i'm willing to risk my health and go to a movie theater for it <laughs> i i go to the movie theater when i can i enjoy it uh, but they're open here it's pretty yeah they, uh, we have one open here too but i just can't imagine watching this movie on my tv first like there's no way right i did think the music choice was a little weird for the trailer oh that was like a tv spot style trailer like as far as the music yeah with the rap music and stuff i was like yeah that's weird. Because that was like but. when Assassin's Creed would do like Drake or like Imagine Dragons or something on their TV spots. Right. It's just so and weird. it's like, uh, those don't connect at all. And it looks like Godzilla is the villain, but I'm assuming that he's not really There's a reason. in control of himself. There's got to be something going on. Um, we were talking about this in our in our chat too, is like Godzilla really hasn't had any care for humans historically. Like, it's been mm -hmm. very much save the Earth. So that's why he fights the other monsters. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like, I don't care about the humans. The humans are ants. Like, if they get in my way, they get in my way. I'm he here kind to just, of, like, save the world. He, he's not, like, their ally or anything. Yeah, but I'd say even the newer movies are kind of like that, too. He just kind of sees them and is like, oh, what's up? Like, there is a cool scene in one of them where he, uh, he's, like, swimming. And there's, like, helicopters around him and stuff. And that's cool mm -hmm. imagery. But... It's one of those things where he's like, I don't care. Like, I just want to go defeat the bad guys, and that's kind of it. Yeah, whereas King Kong, if you go into, like, the old classic King Kong movies, mm -hmm. uh, he's always been kind of this human connection thing. There's always been kind of yep. a commentary um, of this this big, bad monster. And, um, you know, he he's definitely more humanistic. I think people connect with that character more. Yeah. So I think there's something to be said there, and I, I don't know if that's the route they'll go, but it'd be kind of cool that have the commentary of like humans need to work with nature a little bit more um king kong we'll has a stormbreaker in this too yeah it's so crazy <laughs> is that what thor's axe is called stormbreaker whatever yeah, yeah. Stormbreaker. Okay. i wanted to make sure i had that right but yeah oh uh, that that scene when he like catches the beam stormbreaker because he's weak against thunderstorms okay you're obsessed with the thunder, okay. thunder thing it made me so mad as a kid because I was like, King Kong is going to win this. Uh, I was watching like a UFC fight. I was so excited. And then <laughs> this thunderstorm happens and they're like, oh, and Godzilla just starts whooping on him. And they're like, oh, no, it's starting to thunderstorm out. It's Kong's worst weakness. It's like it's kryptonite. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, I was so mad. I haven't seen the movie in forever, so I'm sorry if I'm misquoting like everything that happened. But in my memory, that's what went down, and I was real upset about it. Um, I was also, like, nine, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. There was actually um, a rumored, I don't think it actually was in existence, but there was, like, a rumored alternate ending or whatever, or something for that. I've heard people talking about that, that it would be for the new one? No, for the, uh, for the old for the one. Old one. There, was oh. an al there was a rumored alternate cool. ending for the old one. I saw some discussions about uh, how cool it would be to have it have one ending in the uh, HBO Max version and then that, have a different one in the theaters. 
that would be cool, but again, I, th- I think we're going to see the, the classic team-up uh, where yeah. they're going to fight the bigger There'll be a bigger, threat. badder villain, and they'll get together. And... I hope so. Yeah. See, that'd be fun. Like, why why fight against each other? Let's fight and fight a bigger, worse thing. That's because the lasting survivors of an ancient war. Yeah. Or something. Okay. They say in the trailer. And they'll have a better reason than, than uh, Martha, for sure. Yeah. Have you seen the Mothra meme? We oh, that's my there. favorite meme when it's like, save Mothra. <laughs> Why'd you say that name? Save Mothra. <laughs> I love it. So good. Uh, let's get a, let's get some King Kong riding Godzilla into battle. <laughs> They're the same size now, though. That doesn't work. That's true. <laughs> it would have been cool, though. Godzilla I don't know if they like, needed to make him big. They were what like, you, you gotta make him big enough to fight Godzilla. And I'm like, he could have been smaller and just started climbing Godzilla. Like, that would have been kind of cool. I don't mm-hmm. know if he needed to be as huge as he is. Yeah, I think I think they explained that in the credits of the previous Godzilla movie. Like, yeah, he was just a baby. Yeah, he's not fully... Yeah, he wasn't fully grown at the time. Yeah. Uh, we can we can move on. Y'all should watch those movies, though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've seen them all. The first one is really lame. So, Shelly, watch the first yep. one and know it's the worst. Yes. Okay. But the last eight but... minutes will be, like, the best of the whole movie. Yeah. That one, cool. don't judge. You Don't see that movie and go, I'm not watching any more of these. Um, because you're going to kind of want to. And then they get better. Kong Skull Island is probably my favorite so far. Kong, yeah, like, uh, even then, like, King of the Monsters isn't, like, this super great movie. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, if you want to see CG monsters battle it out, that's what you go to that, that movie to see. You don't go to see yeah. it for some I think they heard the complaint story. that there wasn't enough Godzilla yep. in the first movie. They were like, okay, we'll give you monsters. Mm-hmm. Here's all Godzilla verses. <laughs> yeah, here's, like, six of them. And it was amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. All right. We will, let's, let's keep going into the tv shows the one that we've been watching wandavision mm-hmm. uh, I, I think all three of us have seen it i i'll say this and i'll let you guys kind of speak on it um i kind of ragged on it a little bit last podcast i was like i don't know is, it's not it, so it was a little boring my question it is picked up this episode okay yeah i was gonna ask you did you did that one make you happy <laughs> Yes, I, I don't feel the same as I did. I really think they should have put out like half a season uh, and then done it episodically. Because I think it's going to... There were a lot of people that seemed like they, they it lost them, those first two episodes. And even this third episode, bringing this into the picture, would have made a lot more people interested. I'm uh, still... Just because there's so much more being revealed. I'm still confused, though, because it's like it, it was advertised in a, such a way that where we knew it was going to be weird, so I don't see why there's these people that are that yeah. feel that way. I am super into it. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> it's really what I hoped for. I, yeah. I remember when this show was first announced, and I thought, this is stupid. We don't need a show about Scarlet Witch and Vision. What the heck? It looked, yeah, and it sounded dumb, like the premise of it. It sounded dumb, like a sitcom? What? But no, this is this is actually amazing. It reminds me of Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay, a that's a cool... It really get, <clears throat> give me really those vibes. Or, or the Truman Show. Like... Yes. Um, yeah. 
which I really, really dig. I love, like, um, the sort of ways they're subverting the, like, sort of meeting the expectations and, and being so based off of and influenced by the sitcoms that, you know, like Brady Bunch and stuff. That, but that also house doing a lot of really is literally the same one from It's literally Brady the Bunch. same one. Yeah. But yeah, also oh, being really, really subversive. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> subversive, sorry, not submersive. It's not a <laughs> submersive one. Uh, subversive, like it's 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 very cool. Yeah. I I'm really into it. I guess I don't really want to spoil it that that much for people who haven't seen it yet. But I'm really enjoying it. Um it's really fun to theorize. It's really fun to like click a look up Easter eggs after each episode, like, ah, yep. what was that? Oh, yeah. Like, yep. cause there's so many references thrown in from the comics. I, I didn't even realize um, yeah. how much. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It makes you really uncomfortable in the best way. And I mean, I think it was my brother-in-law who said it best, how this show is kind of like, it seems like a culmination of like film students who just want to show off everything that they had to learn in film school yeah. and never got to use in anything else. Like we had to sit through so much Brady Bunch and like, <laughs> all these shows and like, we're going to use them because they actually do a really good job with like uh, the, sh the different shots and cinematography and the dialogue. And you can like tell something weird's happening literally just from how those things change and, and are different from the expectation. And like even seeing like certain people and how they're portrayed and, I don't know. All the bad, like, ha husband bad, wife bad humor <laughs> is so bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they nailed it so well. So, but I'm excited to see what will lead into, I, I just have this theory it's going to turn into a modern sitcom by halfway to the end of the season, just by the rate it's going. Yeah. So, very excited for that. I mean, I already know, like, just from the trailers we've seen, like, we still haven't seen, um... Oh, what's her name? I don't remember the name of the actress, but she's in Divergent and The Fault in Our Stars. It's that lead actress. Shalane um, Woodley? Yeah, yeah. She's in yeah. the show. Hmm. We haven't seen her yet. I'm really excited to see her um, and sort of how that's going to turn out. But yeah, it's like, again, big Doki Doki Literature Club vibes, which I love. <laughs> that's what I'll say. Yeah. That's my opinion. I'm I'm appreciating the like glitching out into like the brokenness and the and the, the reality that's going on. That part is fun to me. The Ella <laughs> Lucy stuff is cool, but I just don't care much. Speaking of brokenness of that show, so something weird happened whenever we were watching it, me and my mom were and it's totally not connected to the show, but so we were watching it and it was about halfway through and during a conversation it started to like stutter. And for a hot second, I was like, is this actually in the show? And then all of a sudden, the fire stick like clicked off and rebooted. So I was like, okay, oh it wasn't gosh. the show. And like, it was just very random. Like, we st I still didn't like know why the, the thing like restarted itself. But at first, <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe it's the show. And then my mom was like, Okay, I'm not watching that for a while. <laughs> like she's like that's she's like it's so... it's too much, it's too meta. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, no, it was not the show. Like, trust me, it was just weird. I don't know, I can't explain it. And then like later that it's night, weird. she ended up watching it, but it was so funny because we thought it was the show at first, and I was like, uh, I guess it's not. Yeah, so it just added to the element of how weird that show is, though. Yeah, definitely. It's like interactive entertainment almost right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, cool. LJ, what else have you been watching this week? Um, I've been watching more of Kuroko's basketball, um, mm-hmm. which is really great. I explained a, a lot of it last week and kind of like what the plot was, but it's one of those anime that I watch. It just uh, It's one of those shows in general that I've watched like three, four episodes at a time, uh, especially when they get into the actual basketball games because they can last a few episodes. So it's like I have to see the whole thing through. And it's got really great writing uh, as far as like the characters. Everything's not all hunky-dory all the time, which is great, uh, which I think is great writing. Like when you can tell a story without everything... If you can tell a, sto- a great story without everything going so well for the for the heroes all the time, uh, mm-hmm. then it's like even better to me. Um, cool. Yeah, so it's still been really good. And then I haven't watched much of it, so I can't speak to it. But uh, Demon Slayer has come to Netflix, which is oh. that very popular anime in English. Yes, yes. And okay, I've been told I have to watch this. It was weird. Yes. It was I. I think it was three different people mm-hmm. said I should watch that anime in one day. Wow. And I was like, wow. all right, I guess I should check it out. Yeah, and then so, I so it's in never English did, now. I never did get to watch it. Yeah, cool. it was on Crunchyroll and Funimation, but I think it was only subtitles. And, I mean, the animation is really good. Like, I love the quality of it so far. Um, so, yeah, I don't have much to say about it, but I'm definitely going to watch more. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I've been watching a couple other things. Um, I watched more High Score. Really enjoyed nice. that. Uh, just kind of watching that slowly when, uh, you know, my wife is like, doesn't have time to sit down and watch TV. She can kind of listen to it because it's not really something you really have to watch. All right. Um, and then I, I've just been watching because I'm, I don't know, I'm interested in it. Uh, and then the other one, I actually forgot to put this in the notes, but Disenchantment Season 3 came out. Oh, yeah. So I've been watching that. And I like it, but it's kind of gotten out of, I don't want to give anything away because um, there's some big Season 2 spoilers if I were to do that. Um, but it's gotten away from the fantasy elements. Weird. And into kind of another um, world and another genre, I should say, than fantasy. Um, wow. And so it's like, it's weird. Uh, and I think that they could have done a lot more in the fantasy world. And they still, they jump back and forth. Uh, oh, I wonder if I they're trying they... to be like Adventure Time or something and trying to do different like weird stuff. It's possible. Um, but I think of, like, Futurama and Simpsons, like, they kind of sit in the same setting yeah. for the most part. I mean, Simpsons has done everything at this point, but, you know, Futurama was always in the future. Yeah. Um, I watched season one, but I never got around to watching season two. It's If you like season one, season two is great. Cool. Um, it's got this long, overarching story that's been really cool. Yeah. Uh, everything's connected, which is very different from The Simpsons or Futurama. Yeah. They always had stories, but it wasn't, like, as connected as this is. It was very serial, like, you know, one-week feature uh, stories. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I have a lot of fun with it. For those who don't know what Disenchantment is, uh, I'll bring up Futurama and Simpsons because Matt Groening is the writer, I think, um, mm. who did The Simpsons and Futurama. Yeah. Um, very similar in art style to Futurama. Uh there's even a lot of callbacks and stuff if you if you like that show. Oh, cool. Uh, similar in tone, if not maybe a little more mature than Futurama was. Um, mm. yeah. Futurama was definitely not kid-friendly the way it was. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of fun with it. It's, it's cool. That's cool. Um, definitely a show to just sit down and laugh and 
yeah, not take too seriously. Hmm. Sweet. Let's get into the TV news then. Um, a couple of quick things. I don't know. I'm not super excited about either of these. Uh, <laughs> but news is like super slow. Yeah. Uh, a Harry Potter TV series in the works at HBO uh, Max. That is Hollywood Reporter has said that like reported on that um but there's not like a a source from like how where they got their source from yeah so that's what gets Uh, me is that this news was going around enough to where i'm like oh this has got to be big but then it's like oh so everybody's just sharing news about a rumor i guess i guess it is a big rumor if they're in talks but i'm just like okay like everybody's getting worked up over it yeah it sounds like hollywood reporter was given a scoop Right, so, I mean, it's they are legit enough to where, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's not, like, anything on, you know, the direction, you know. I don't think this is going to be about Harry Potter. I think it's just going to be in the wizarding world, um, like that universe. Like Fantastic Beasts? So, I hope not. Yeah. But we don't, <laughs> we don't know. I mean, it could be a prequel. It could be, you know, right. during Harry Potter's time, but somewhere else. That it's would be kind of cool. A different school of the cursed child. Is it? Oh, imagine that would. Yeah. Be... <laughs> I think that would be okay. Is the cursed child that bad? I've never. I've never. The cursed child's that bad. Didn't J.K. Rowling? I have it. Didn't, it. And I've never Didn't J.K. Rowling write that herself or something? She yeah. partially, but not entirely. Oh. There was some oh. random guy who wrote a lot of it, and so a lot of people are like, "Oh." It's mostly this guy unless J.K. Rowling. So it's yeah. so it's a fan fiction. Okay. No, that's that's how it's described in the huh. Harry Potter fandom. Is I that it's own a fan fiction. the screenplay. Would you call it? I guess. I own. Yes, the book. that's but what the book is exactly. You, you know, the there's not like a book book of it. It's just the screenplay. Um, but I haven't read it. Though. It's <laughs> terrible. It's very bad. I got it and just was like, cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It would be cool if it took place at a different school. Or like yeah, yeah I want to see time. more of Ilvermorny. I want to see more of like the different schools for sure. Like Hogwarts is fine, but like I don't know. There's other schools. There's other yeah. magicy places. If they made a show about Quidditch, Britain Land. Yeah, they're There's... working on kind of making a universe out of this, which I don't know. I don't really like. I liked Harry Potter a lot, but I don't need more. I like. I was happy with Harry Potter. <laughs> So, um, so studios are like the s- Oprah meme right now. They're like, you get a universe, you get a universe. You get a universe. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like at this point we're going to get a movie that's going to just going to be like a like a stereotypical sports movie. Like Remember the Titans, but it's going to be Quidditch. I would I would be okay with that. As, as long as <laughs> I, like yeah. I want yeah, full documentary of the history of Quidditch. Yes. No, I wouldn't. Please. I don't know about that. I would just want a. I mean, with live. Dumbledore There's like a regular like, sports documentary, but it's like for Quidditch. Bro. That would be interesting. Having watched that was that book show recently. So Fantastic yeah, Beasts like, is this tiny, tiny book, uh-huh. and then there's I think it's just called the History of Quidditch that came with that book. Oh, uh, which you is know also what? You make a whole series of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ratio make it winds four up movies. a tiny book. You make seven movies of, <laughs> oh, yeah. or at least yeah. five. A tiny sliver of that. You make a whole show of. It totally lines up. <laughs> I think I did read the history of Quidditch way back in the day. I don't remember it until you like said it was a book. I was like, oh. It was weirdly, it was very detailed. And it was a little boring. 
because you literally felt like you were reading a history book. Well, that's but the idea. But it was idea. all stuff that's not true. That's the idea. Then they said, oh, let's like make a, like five movies about one of these. Fantastic Beasts I like because they were scribbles. They had oh, like yeah. done a bunch of like um, doodles in it, Harry and Ron, even though. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were these like little things about like, each creature making fun of them. Uh, whereas the Quidditch one was very... I was like, wow, you're very historical. <laughs> there was talk about the longest game. So the, I think the coolest fact, I call it a fact. I'm, what is wrong with me? Um, <laughs> but it was the snitch has yeah. to be in the Quidditch arena. Uh, they had to put a spell on it because before it, it could just fly wherever it wanted. And a game lasted months because they had to go into the woods and find the snitch that had escaped the game. Wow. <laughs> And the game doesn't end until the snitch is done. That's crazy. So they like had a manhunt for this little snitch, and then from then on, put put a spell on it to keep it in the in the ring. That's cool. Yeah. In case you were wondering about fake facts with J.K. Rowling, <laughs> history that's not real. Um, fake history. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we need to remember the Titans Quidditch, where it's just like some. <sighs> I don't even remember the players' names anymore. He, what's the the bludgers? Mm. It's just a bludger who he's real small and timid, and he becomes one of the best bludgers in the in the Quidditch World Cup. That's the plot of Kuroko's basketball. Oh, yeah, Kuroko is like this little dude who's not very strong. He can't really shoot very well, but he's really good at like passing and like uh, misdirection, and yeah. And this dude, he can he can bat the quaffle to the players really well, and that's how he <laughs> wins the game. Um, there you go. That's the plot. He bats the snitch to the ground and goes, go pick it up. Other than his teammate picks it up, and that's how they win. <laughs> He's really good at hitting the snitch. Okay. Um, before we give away any more million-dollar ideas, you're welcome, <laughs> Warner Bros. Um, Disney Bus is making a Monsters, Inc. TV show. <laughs> it's gonna be so um, weird. Set six months after the original movie took place, yeah. uh, which LJ you mentioned. I completely forgot about it. That spoilers for that movie, which is twenty years old. When I read that article, yeah. I was like, it makes me feel old. That's crazy. It's so I saw old. that when I was um, ten in theaters. I would have well, been eight. <laughs> I was three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but they kind of they they make they stop scaring children and yeah. start making children laugh to power their city their world basically. Yeah, they decided laugh the laughs are more powerful. Yeah, so that could be kind of cool. What I think is really interesting, because um, I really don't care about that show. <laughs> what I think is interesting though is that Disney is so like the guy that played Sully and the play uh, the guy that played Mike. Wazowski. John Goodman and Billy Crystal. That's it. Um, they're reprising their roles, and that's kind of like a big deal when you think about mm -hmm. Timon and Pumbaa or the Tarzan TV show or like Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Like all of those shows were based off the movies, and they mm -hmm. were different actors reprised the, the roles, took the roles, and they were these kind of like they were B movie material compared to the movies they were based on. <laughs> not that they were bad they just like the quality wasn't there from a movie uh yeah. whereas disney plus is kind of allowing them to like this sounds like it's going to be 
movie quality. Yeah, it's going to be episodic. CGI stuff, yeah. So it's weird that we're... I mean, we're going into a different um, era, I think, of Disney television. Yeah. Um, there's always going to be, you know, everyone loves Raymond Raven. Everyone loves... That's so Raven. That's what I was trying to say. I got oh real confused there. Oh my gosh, Cody. Are you okay? <laughs> That's like, so I Raven. Don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Style shows on like, like the Disney Channel. Shows mixed up in one. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves Raven. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there's going to be those like Disney shows on Disney Channel. Um, but Disney Plus, I think, is really bringing in like quality episodic content for Disney. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. It's called Monsters at Work, and it's centered around... I guess there's going to be a new character, and he's a mechanic on the facilities team, which made me happy because I'm on the facilities team at my job. I was like, yeah. <laughs> the the the, uh, the roadies and people that play the background are getting the spotlight, so I was all about that. Yeah. It's cool. And they I'm should totally to get comedians to guest on there or something, or, like, that would be cool, like... If they had that, yeah, because they like they they would have to have some really funny stuff, in my opinion, if it's centered around laughs. Yeah, or everyone will just be terrible at laughs. It's like we can't do this. We can't make anyone laugh. Right, because if you can't, if you're not funny, then like, what are you gonna do? Wow, I never thought of that. It'll just be this political drama <laughs> about how they can't, <laughs> so, how it's unethical energy <laughs> to scare them, but it's oh. not like good energy. <laughs> wow. It's unethical energy, but the good energy source uh, is Dang. unsustainable. And oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just turned um, this show around. I am happy that I think they're deciding to tackle the future because I think during that movie, I don't know if they decided if they were going to ever make more. I didn't know if they thought it was going to do well because the sequel movie was actually a prequel. It was Monsters University. Right. And so I think right. I think it's bold for them to actually tackle, you know, moving forward in the timeline. So that's my final thought about it. Cool. All right. Well, you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Uh, I have a comic uh, that I'm that I'm really loving. Um, it's a uh, Black Panther versus Deadpool. Oh, cool! And I got this. Uh, so um, last year the, they did an initial free thing on Comicsology where you could get like free comics uh, when the COVID was happening. But then when Chadwick Boseman died, they had a bunch of free Black Panther comics, and so I scooped up all the ones that looked interesting. And this was one of them. And Deadpool is just as funny as he is in the movies. Probably, if not funnier. Uh, because uh, there's one part where he says... Uh, so where he goes to meet Black Panther for the reason he's there. And he goes, Hakuna Matata, your majesty. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then... Uh, um, Shuri's like... like uh, she said, like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. And then Black Panther's like, give him time. He's going to say worse. <laughs> and then <laughs> there's other like fourth wall breaking stuff. And then he's like, you know, you were much nicer in the movie. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the other one I shared with you guys was uh, how he was fourth wall breaking about the team up. Cause he was talking to him before they end up fighting, which is obviously going to happen. 
Because then he makes the comment that, like, he's like, you know, why can't we just get to the good part? He's like, because we all know we're going to have a misunderstanding, and then we're going to fight about it, and then we're going to discover that there's a greater evil. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and, he's like, he knows. and he's like, that's box Congress office Godzilla. money. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and so, oh, I just, I love the humor. Uh, it's definitely more more adult, I think. I mean, it's not, it doesn't seem like super adult, but the art is just, like, super crazy, too. Uh yeah, that's really good. Cool. <clears throat> you, Shelly? I don't think there's anything I'm geeking out about besides that. Cool. Well, where can we find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can also find me streaming Still Hades. Forever Hades, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Geeks Under Grace <laughs> channel on Twitch. So that's twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. You can find me on Tuesdays. Cool. And LJ? You can find me on Twitter at WarHeroLJ, where I share lots of gametography photos. And on Fridays, on the Twi- Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel, I'm almost finished with Bug Snacks. I'm, like, very close. Nice, dude. Mm-hmm. Cool. You can find me on Instagram, at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.